and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that would make me Mike. And we're back. We had a little break. Uh, how are things in the world of Mike? Uh, getting better. I mean, yeah. improving. I think a little, uh, a little more together, maybe. I don't want to go into too much detail, but no, uh, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't even. I wasn't even yeah. trying to drive it in that direction. I just, I was just asking a general question. How's yeah? I'm, I'm just saying. You know, the absence is there because sometimes things happen, and you yeah. got to take you got to take time to 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 take care of them, take care of yourself, and everything. And and Absolutely. that's just the way that it works. And uh, I think I think we're back here. And I think yeah. that, uh, you know, a break probably did us some good. Probably. Well, and, you know, I it's interesting. I think that you can tell the strength of a friendship when there can be a break and then you just pick up like nothing changed at all. It's like true. Yeah. And I mean, you could have taken a year off. And we would have picked up like nothing had changed. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you, hell, you we know, didn't talk hell, to each other for for quite a while there and or like eight uh, years or something, something like that? something ridiculous like that yeah. and just fell right back into it again so yeah 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 i appreciate everybody's you know and yours especially like i said that your patience with this and everything and hopefully our uh, listeners are you know well I, I will say uh our last episode uh that was a, a a best of that got a, a fair number of listens so you know I I think uh, I also put out a, a like a, an announcement yesterday um, saying that there wouldn't, you know, apologizing there wasn't a podcast last weekend and why there won't be one this weekend and look for it on the 17th. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I don't know how many people have listened to that, but I think that, pe- you know, no one's asked. What surprised me is that Jimmy didn't give a shit for it. <laughs> you know, I was like, "Hey, fuckers, where's the podcast?" You know, yeah, yeah. But it, be patient, everyone. We will return. You know, and yes. And at first, I didn't really put anything out there because I didn't really have any information to give that felt like I felt like was good to share. Like, yeah. Other than hey, life shit's gotten in the way. You know, like it happens. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, what are you gonna do? It happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, a very wise man said to me a couple weeks ago that if you observe something long enough, it will teach you how to fix it. Mm-hmm. We were specifically talking about a wheelbarrow <laughs> that the bearing on it was shot and. Um, we were also trying to get like um, we were trying to get the axle off, but the one wheel was pinned in with a nail instead of uh, a cotter clip. Mm-hmm. And I was trying like fuck to get it out and I'm just pulling on this thing and it's not budging at all. It's fused to the metal. It's rusted. He's like, let's just get a drill and just drill it. I was like, Oh yeah, I guess we could do that. We just push it right through, <laughs> wouldn't it? And and he's because I wasn't getting all frustrated and like pulling on this goddamn thing like I'm a like an idiot, you know, just like like if I keep trying, it will have to work. I'm desperate and stupid, you know. Brute force. Yeah, brute force. Yes. 
Um, but what's interesting about what he said, because he said, that's a little Zen for you. And I was like, that's fucking profound, actually. Like, that works on so many levels. If you observe something long enough, it will teach you how to fix it. It's like uh, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, like uh, pretty much anything. Although, you know, uh, Leroy, I posted that on Facebook and Leroy said erectile dysfunction. <laughs> well, I observe it long enough. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think he said something about the government, too. And I was like, yeah, well. Yeah, like I said, I was talking about a wheelbarrow. So, you know, <laughs> take, any, take it, take it as you like. Oh, the government. There you go. The government. I have the government. to say, I, I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but I did tune into the uh, hearings last night. I don't I didn't. And I don't want to do that on air. That's we fine. Can, we can certainly talk about that yeah. offline. But it was yeah. it was eye opening. I'm sure it was. I just don't want to get political tonight. I want to sounds good. Kind of fresh and light. Like, like, like the snuggle bear, you know? Oh yeah, the snuggle bear who who like falls into the laundry basket. He's all soft, and you just want to snuggle him. <laughs> <laughs> like a tickle me Elmo. Well, there you go. That's provokes some nice images. Yeah, uh, both of them. Uh, a a a, co- a cuckold me. <laughs> <laughs> a cuckold me elbow. <laughs> I bet it exists. I bet it exists somewhere. Oh my god. Yeah, there's gotta be like a video out there somewhere. <laughs> there is plenty of uh weird shit with Elmo involved in it that if I'm you look sure. hard enough, actually you don't even have to look that hard, just just type in weird Elmo shit on YouTube and you'll probably find it. I'm actually surprised I've never or- <laughs> I've never organically come across um a video of Bert fucking Ernie or vice versa. <laughs> I mean, you'd think that would be obvious, right? Like in I've seen I've seen SpongeBob. I've seen a man wearing a Wonder Bread costume, having hmm. sex with a glass of milk costume. Or something like that. It was something similar to that. That's hot. Um, I've seen Smurf porn, but I've never seen Bert and Ernie porn. Not hmm. in live action. And I think that would be fucking breathtaking. I I really feel like it needs to be there. It needs to exist. Like if there was ever a more natural pairing. Right. Out of out of childhood uh, memories like that, Bert and Ernie are it, man. I yeah. mean, they were obviously they were obviously gay. Yeah, yeah. It was well. See, the thing is, it was never it was never addressed, mm-hmm. so it was left to the to the the decision making abilities or the discernment powers of the viewer. You know, and then and then once word got out, people were like. Oh, that's they're allowing gays in the agenda. Rhetoric, <laughs> rhetoric, rhetoric. And I'm so fucking sick of the rhetoric. On like- every issue, there is they don't think for themselves. They and then they accuse you of the same. And all they do is point to rhetoric facts and or not facts, but speaking points. Mm-hmm. That 
may or may not have factual basis, but when you ask them for any kind of evidence, they say, do your own research. Which means <laughs> they have no evidence. Because if I yeah. have evidence and someone asked me to present, I'm like, here you go, motherfucker. Here's your fucking evidence. You asked for it. Here it fucking is. Cited and fucking sourced. I, I don't know if you ever thought about this or not, but Kurt's <laughs> bottle cap collection may have also played into the uh, Fallout universe. Mm -hmm. I think bottle caps is currency. Bert had his bottle cap collection. I like to think there's a connection there between Sesame Street and Bethesda. That's an interesting headcanon. I like it. I'm not sure how it fits together, though, but it, it reminds me of like my Gumby headcanon that the, uh, the little blockheads are mm -hmm. represent communist China and communist Russia <laughs> fumbling around. There's definitely truth to that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even think it's masked very well. No, no, yeah. I wouldn't say so. I mean, they literally have little symbols on the sides of their head that they almost look. I mean, you could replace them because they're yellow. You could replace them with a swastika or not a swastika, fucking the hammer, hammer and, and sickle, sickle mm -hmm. or the white, um, the white flag with the red circle in it, and you would have you would have China and you would have. Actually, wasn't the white circle or that's the white Japan? Yeah, that's Japan. You're thinking, God, uh, and theirs is the is the star. Oh, right. Okay. The series of stars, if I'm not mistaken. You know, I'm really, <laughs> really talking about something that I'm not sure about. Oh, we're <laughs> ignorant Americans. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Ever. True. <laughs> don't, don't come. Don't come here for facts. Come here for stupid opinions. And a half the entertainment value. That's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't educating nobody. No, no, I I ain't no learned folk. And book learning and such. I just, you know, go do your own research. <laughs> I done learned me a book once as a hustler. Some good stories in there, my friend. I'll tell you, uh, some feller met a girl and she done blew him for no reason at all just because and and then i seen that she she peed oh yeah and i didn't even know i liked it <laughs> but then i did <laughs> Man, oh that's funny because like i you know of course we grew up on penthouse and to a much lesser extent playboy because mm -hmm. it was softcore yeah, we didn't want softcore, but like the minimum entry level stuff was was penthouse. Yep. Right. And then you had your hustlers and your all your other fucking stroke books. I can't remember the names of half of them now. Jugs, Chips, jugs, cherry. I mean, God, there were so many of them. And then you got those weird six packs at the fucking store. In yeah, well, like sometimes the cover would be ripped off. But yeah. uh, you got a, like a ton of magazines. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got like yep. eight magazines and they were from like. I always hated England. it when like the swinger magazines were in there because they were always black and white photos and it yeah. was never anything that you wanted to really look at. I'm like, ah, yeah, you know, I guess there's got to be a clunker and everything. Right. But I can't jerk off to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the ones that you find in the woods later. <laughs> it's like it's like they call that like hard up porn. 
there was a barn down. Well, there is a barn down the street from my house that I grew up in and my house now, since I live basically on the same property, just at the opposite end of it, that uh, they used to have like old advertisement, like, like um, playbills for, for dirty movies. That was like my first introduction to pornography. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now, now that black and white stuff I could jerk off to because I didn't know anything else existed at that point. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Mine's once I my... got into the more sophisticated, I mean, especially once I saw my first magazine with insertion, I was like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa this stuff is heads and tails above. Yeah. And I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like my life has changed. My life has changed. I cannot go back to that milk toast pornography that I was looking at before. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is now you have such access to porn that you can delve off into very strange places. Yeah, um, I, I like to take breaks from it periodically yeah. because uh, if become, I were to look at it all the time, I'd become so desensitized to it that it doesn't it doesn't affect me. And then I start to get weirded out because I'm like, oh, God, am I immune to sex now? Yeah. 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 It's really not good for you. Like, like psychologically or probably even physically to do it all the time to look at porn. Well, we all went through a phase like that. Yeah. You know, where you were just constantly. Yeah. You yeah. know, intaking I, all of that. And I, then I'm trying to back off big time because I, I was in a spot like that. And it's, it's not even like, because you want to it's kind of like to pass the time yeah it was something uh, that i used to do because uh it was habit yeah you're just bored like, like back well, when tumblr used to have porn mm -hmm. on it oh my god dude i'd be at work and i'd be like i gotta go take a shit i'd go take a shit and i'd be sitting there on my phone looking at porn mm -hmm. and i'm like why am i looking at porn in the bathroom at work yeah <laughs> It, what well, has my life hey, become the struggle is real dude the struggle is real and it's one of those things that there's a big stigma attached to it. Like, you know, and there's also the aspect that some people think that if you look at porn, that you're a misogynist, which I don't agree with, but I can understand why they might feel that way. I know? like to think that all the girls that I looked at were struggling college students or doing it to help pay for their mother's operation. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I really don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I just I was, think it, it it puts a purer side onto it. I was see, I was gonna, I was hoping or thinking you were gonna say something along the lines of like, um, like I was always assuming that they were empowered young women who had a lot of discretionary cash and were taking advantage of a market that is rife for income. That would also work. You know, that seems yeah. a little more wholesome to me than, you know, it feels exploitative when you're talking about. That is true. <laughs> and, and, you know, it is actually a real story that there are some, you know, there are some documented cases of girls that did porn that were struggling college students and stuff. I just of meant, course. like, I was like, I'm appreciating your art because I know that it's helping you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because obviously the free shit that I looked at on the internet paid you somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the shit that you found on Tumblr or, or, or now more currently Reddit. Oh yeah. yeah Reddit, Reddit is rife right now but 
Yeah. I have God, we're talking about porn to such an extent. This is what happens when we take a break. <laughs> <laughs> um shit. Um I just I've noticed that like there's just so much me, me, me porn now. It's like, you know, like these cam girls and these wannabe OnlyFans girls, and every mm -hmm. there's like 700 of them, and they yeah. post the same shit in every subreddit um and it's like they don't show their face and i'm sorry but if i can't see your face i can't make a connection with you as a human being so i don't find you sexy no matter how nice your body is yeah headless need, chicks don't do it for me i need to see eyes i need to see a smile i need to see someone human um I, I, the the whole hey how do you like me from the neck down thing it just feels I don't know. It it doesn't connect with me at all. Could you imagine yeah. if you went to strip clubs and like, regardless of of uh, your sexual preference, you went to strip clubs and the people that were performing on stage had like black masks on, yeah, and like their their head just blended into the background, and all you could see was from their neck down. God. Oh, that would be so fucking weird. That would be really creepy. There's probably somewhere in in like Japan where that's happening right now. <laughs> Japan or the Middle East, it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> that's a niche. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why the Middle East? <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like uh, a choice that that worked for me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Finland, Finland, and uh, Argentina. <laughs> I think in Turkey that's very big. Do you know what uncancelled means? Have you ever thought about what happened to those TV shows that were advertised every single week until their plug was ultimately pulled? Well, we have. Welcome to the show that's bringing Dead TV back from the grave. We review pilot and finale episodes of television series that disappeared as quickly as they debuted. Maybe we will like the show enough to want to bring life back into its corpse, or maybe it's better left dead. Will we leave it in the trash, or will we give it a second pass? Either way, this is uncancelled giving Trash TV the chance it never deserved. How did you like that fucking video that I sent you? Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, so we need to talk about this video. We need to Dude, talk it about took this. me by surprise when I saw it the first time that I went, is that, is that what, what, is that what I think? Oh, well, where? So well, yeah, let's just give it a play by play of what happens in this video. So we're presented at the very beginning in media res, a naked man running over what appears to be. Like a, a desktop or a desktop or, or something. something. Yeah. yeah, he's like running across some kind of desk or something. And he's very small, like he's the size of a gi joe or no smaller than that like, like you're getting a real honey i shrunk the kids vibe off of it right off yeah, the bat yeah like he's like ant sized and it, we cut over to another naked man who is normal sized who has who is bent over facing the um whatever it is that the guy is running on and he's as like, his, oh. his peen laying there yeah he's got his peen out and the fucking guy jumps up the little guy jumps up onto his peen and climbs into his urethra ah. 
and starts exploring in there and stroking it and shit. And like my first thought when I saw that was, I don't think it would feel good if somebody was inside of your urethra just touching the insides of your urethra. See, I was very I don't confused. Know. I was very confused because he said, get the prostate. And I was like, but that would be in his ass. Yeah, like you would have to travel quite a ways down that yeah. tube to get to his prostate. And then what would you do? Like punch it? Like uh, <laughs> it jump up and down on it or something. I don't know. Like a speed bag. It'd be like that shit out of the Howard Sermon, you know, vibrate it. You bring a tiny megaphone in with you. Scream my prostate. Scream at it. Yeah, just scream at it. But then, so he's in there and the guy's having a great time and he's enjoying himself. And then the little man sneezes. And for some reason that causes him to go back to full size. Yes. And he explodes outward through this guy's And completely eviscerates him. Yeah, splits him in half. And, and, And then they show this long, prolonged, lovingly detailed shot of this guy's guts and organs just shit and and bile and everything spilling out spilling out and like there's no expense spared it's just so well rendered and the previously small guy covered in blood and shit yes and everything else and viscera yeah viscera and 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 then he starts to scream and then it cuts and i don't even know how to direct (laughs) you guys to go watch this video because the it name didn't of the have title, a title or anything like title. that. Yeah. yeah, the title was What the Fuck, which, which was I'm an apt sh- title. It's a very apt title. I mean, there's a chance if you type <gasps> What the Fuck into Reddit that you'll find it. But uh, the chances are probably better that you're going to find 17 trillion other things. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just as soon as I like I it happened to pop up and I was like, it says what the fuck, and I'm like, okay, of course I got to watch this because this is what the fuck, and I'm, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm curious now. And as soon as I saw it, I said, I was like, is that, is that guy, is he, is, is that a, is that a dick? <laughs> oh, oh, he's climbing into it. Okay, sure. No, that probably wouldn't feel good. And then the <laughs> sneeze comes out of nowhere. Like I know he kind of like feigns a sneeze beforehand, but you don't expect like there was no buildup. Like there wasn't a sign that says warning sneezing will cause you to go back to your normal size. Right. You know, maybe that was covered in the area of the video we didn't see when he was shrunk. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Maybe in circles of people who have fetishes for being shrunk and then stuck into a urethra. It's common knowledge that if you sneeze, you get bigger. But uh, I, I wasn't expecting the level of destruction and him getting bigger. I thought he was going to sneeze and like the guy was going to get sick or like, you know, his dick was going to fall off or something. I wasn't expecting him to be eviscerated. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, unfortunately, in a 30 second clip, there can only be so much world building. So, yeah. Yeah. You uh, run out of time for explanation. Yeah. Especially was, with the budget that they put into the viscera and everything. Right. You know, well, I feel like that has to have come from something longer. You know, that wasn't just made for a 30 second clip. Like someone, someone maybe made that as part of like a film festival thing mm-hmm. or something. Uh, but like, I don't know, you know, not to 
change the subject, but that just reminded me, I don't know if you're familiar with Guillermo del Toro. Uh, enough that I know who he is like, and I, I'm familiar with some of his work. Yeah. You know, like Pan's Labyrinth and he did uh, Pacific Rim and uh, a bunch of really good horror movies. Mm-hmm. Well, he's producing a show on, uh, I think it's going to be on HBO Max. Um, and it's a series, uh, it's like an anthology series of short horror stories, um, starring all kinds of awesome actors and directed by various great actor directors, including, um, one of my favorites, Panos Cosmatos, the guy who did Mandy and, uh, beyond the black rainbow. Um, See, the name sounded familiar to me. Yeah. Well, he's, um, I can't remember his dad's first name. Um, Damn it, I can't remember anything he directed. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> you hate when that happens? Yeah. Well, that's what editing is for. So give me <laughs> back in here. All right. So yeah. Uh, so his dad was George Cosmatos, and he directed um Rambo First Blood Part Two, Cobra, yeah. Leviathan, and Tombstone. That is a wide sweeping like genre, um, you know, uh, bouncing movie scope there. It is. And within a very short period of time, like we're talking 10 years, like a Western, like a deep sea horror flick, uh, a military style, you know, action film. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, Cobra and Rambo were fairly similar Mm -hmm. but i think what is what is cobra isn't he a cop to be honest with you i can't remember i i thought of gi joe immediately yeah he's a cop (laughs) cobra cobra commander (laughs) take a look (laughs) take a look at what's under my mask I have Cthulhu tentacles. If you like Storytime with Tom and Mike or our Let's Play channel, Gaming with Tom and Mike, please consider contributing to our Patreon. For only $1 a month, you'll receive access to bonus content such as lost segments from the podcast, unaired gaming videos, behind-the-scenes audio and video, sketches, and more. Just go to www.patreon.com slash Tom and Mike. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. You know, speaking of upcoming films, I don't know if you've seen or not, but I believe it's June 23rd, the new Beavis and Butthead movie, Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. Yeah, I just... is supposed to be coming out on uh, Paramount+. Plus. I just saw a link to a trailer for that. I didn't click on it for some stupid reason. Um, I guess I figured I'd see it again later. But It looks... <laughs> Dumb as hell, which is going to be great. (laughs) I miss old Beavis and Butthead when they just talked about stupid shit like music videos. But I will say that when they rebooted it, like it was like 2012 or 2011 when they tried to reboot it again, they were they were doing reality TV clips instead of music (laughs) videos. And it did work. It was just that they were too smart. And like they're like watching a my porn addiction uh video and and or show, and they're like, this guy's whole life is like 
porn, 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 porn. Wake up in the morning, porn, 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 porn. <laughs> we brought this conversation full circle. We have. We have. Already. Yeah. And we're only 28 minutes in. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to find something to fill the other 32 minutes. <laughs> have you had chance? You have Netflix, right? Yeah. Uh, the new Jackass 4.5 is up. I haven't watched it yet. It is hysterical. And I, I'm going to be honest. As much as bad as I feel for Bam Margera, I feel like the whole production is much better without him. Because mm. I've been watching some of the other Jackass movies now. Um, just sort of like been on a Jackass kick, I guess. And um, Bam is just such a toxic human being. Like he always was. You know, like him and like the way he treats his parents just pisses me off. Mm -hmm. You know, like he's so fucking disrespectful. Like sometimes he can be really funny, but like he goes into the fucking bathroom and beats his dad in the in the like, arm and face. Yes, I recall that. Yeah. And it's like, that's psychotic. You're a fucking asshole. So I feel bad for him because he's in a really bad place and he's a drug addicted mess and an alcoholic and God knows what else. And and, you know, like they basically were like, you know, get your shit together or you can't be on the show. And and he didn't get his shit together. He made now, his choice. Now he blames them and wants to sue them and stuff. And it's like, you know, from the perspective of like Johnny Knoxville and uh, Steve-O, they're like, it's heartbreaking. It's like this guy's supposed to be our friend. We're trying to help him. And instead, he's lashing out at us and blaming us. And it sucks. And there's nothing we can do to change his perspective. So it is what it is. That is sad. Well, like I said, I never thought much of him. Watching the Camp Kill Yourself videos, the CKY videos, seals it, though, because the shit he does in those is like, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the, ex I, I call it the Jackass Extended Universe, because <laughs> various members of the Jackass crew have their own series of videos that sort of goes more into what they are willing to do when no one else is doing writing the stunts for them yeah and it, they get pretty dark because they were like video only you had to order them like i had steve-o's one tape and it's like it shows him fucking a chick at one point just because he can put that in there it's like a straight up porno for a minute and uh you know like Bam Margera's shit is all just him doing awful, awful shit to his friends and to strangers. And like, like one of his friends, like strong arms, a security guy and grabs him by the throat. And it's like, you know, like he's not a good guy. He's just not a good guy. He might be funny. He might be charismatic. He might be able to do all these stunts and, and all that, but mm -hmm. he's a piece of shit. So, you know. Fair enough. Yes. It's just the way it is. This is objectively <laughs> troll, you see. <laughs> so you're saying the Bamless jackass film is good. It, it works. 
it works better than you might have expected. Because at first, when I heard he wasn't going to be in it, I was disappointed, I'll admit. Because while he can be a tool bag, he, he is funny and he adds an interesting element to the, the group. But what they did different in this one is they added new cast members, like fresh new talent. Mm-hmm. There's like four or five new cast members. Another uh, one's a really, really huge guy, like about 400 pounds. <laughs> so he and Preston often get put together in horrible situations together. <laughs> um, there's an African-American guy. There's a, a girl, which is interesting because that's never happened in, in Jackass before. Yeah. It's like they went, let's go diverse. But it doesn't feel like they did that to be equal opportunity. They did it to see like how interesting it would be if they threw these other atypical to jackass people. Well, not entirely atypical though, because what bonds them all is they're all fucking maniacs. <laughs> they're all willing to do this crazy bullshit. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> you inspired me. I may I may watch that. Yeah, you sooner. should. Well, sooner rather than later. Jackass 1, Jackass 2.5, Jackass 3.5, and Jackass 4.5 are all on Netflix. If you want to watch the actual movies, you either have to rent them from somewhere else or like go see them in the theater. Well, the new one, 4, is in the theater right now. I think the new one is on is on one of the things that I have. It may be. Yeah. It may be. But yeah, the Jackass 4.5, it's like the the 0.5s are like all the like extra shit that didn't fit into the proper movie. Mm -hmm. In some ways, they're better because they're unrated and you just get like some crazy, crazy shit. Like there was this one part where they take these two clear acrylic platforms with holes drilled in them and uh, bolts. and like wing nuts mm-hmm. right and it's about like you know probably about like a thick book like apart and these guys stick their dicks on either ends of them and then they start to tighten the wing nuts until their <laughs> dicks are flat and then they put a, and then they put a fucking little little net up and then they play ping pong on it <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. Like, I mean, if you can just like, if I, I mean, like, I remember when I first watched like the Jackass movies, I was like, I can't watch some of this. Um, and now it's like I'm on phase, which just tells me like how desensitized I've become. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. The desensitization is real. It is real. Well, when you've seen, you know, clips of people dying. You know, it like that sort of makes like someone getting smacked in the head not so bad. True. You know, I one of my guilty pleasures is to uh, maybe not even so guilty is to go to Fail Army on YouTube Mm -hmm. and just watch like endless clips of people eating shit. (laughs) Just just fucking up in the worst ways and slamming into walls and racking their nuts on fence posts and ah yes classic fucking 
slapstick slapstick yeah exactly um you know because in those you know you're assured that no one was killed um they might have busted their arm in a couple of cases but no one actually got killed because they like vet those those clips carefully on fail army and they better because they're like worth like three million dollars or something like that hmm. Do you know that they started out as just like one person and now they have a whole team? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just goes to show that if you figure out a formula on YouTube and you're early enough in the game, you you can basically you'll invent the the niche. Hmm. You know, and that's kind of what they did. They were one of the first fail clip compilations that kind of really did it right. Because so I miss many Vine. Of, oh, I miss the fuck out of Vine. My favorite Vine, uh, and if you look it up, you'll find it. It's it's called Thank You for the Bone Harvest Meat. If you type that into Google, <laughs> you'll find it. But it's this guy, and it's the, his whole Vine was full of shit like this. But he's like, he's walking up the street. He's in New York City, and there's a fuck ton of chicken bones on the street. And he goes, oh, fuck, yeah. God has given us, God has given us a, a, a glorious street treasure. Thank you for the bone harvest meat. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite one is there's these two people in like a, like a costume shop and the one's got a mask on and the other one, this other person comes out of the, out of the side view and like has this like giant like looks almost like like witch hands and takes it puts the finger right into the mouth of the mask and makes the person gag yeah. <laughs> it yeah. kills me every time i it's, see it it's so goddamn funny yeah i know exactly <laughs> which one you're talking about i i only hope i only hope that other people know these videos yeah, otherwise just we're just pissing into the wind here yeah we're like hey and then i just and then i saw lenny oh lenny how's lenny doing no one knows who the fuck lenny is <laughs> there is no lenny there isn't there is no lenny no lenny, don't ask about lenny don't talk about the closest lenny. thing we got to a lenny is a leroy yeah leroy leroy isn't lenny though no Lenny's a different guy, you know? Totally. Totally different guy. Reliable, you know? Fucking Lenny. Lenny, Lenny, the thing about Lenny is he's got no imagination. True. He's very, very straightforward about everything. And he doesn't get sarcasm. So if you tell him to go jump on a lake, he's like, why would I do that? I'd get my clothes wet. I got my cell phone in my pocket. Lenny. <laughs> and that ladies and gentlemen is called a failed bit <laughs> da, 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 da. here we have the story of a man from this comes from yahoo news and the title is i was completely inside Lobster driver swallowed by humpback male. Hump, humpback. Humpback. Humpwack mm. male. Humpwack male. Yep. <laughs> or a humpback whale, as they're also known off of Provincetown. <laughs> uh, I tripped over my own tongue there. It's been a while since I talked. So this guy is basically a modern day Job. 
it's it sounds that way or 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 pinocchio if if that's what you uh you know and geppetto if that's what you uh prefer this is an extremely long article i think it's unnecessarily long but whatever i mean the point is that this man was swallowed by a um what does he swallow by what kind of whale was it a humpback whale yeah yeah he says all of a sudden i felt swallowed this- whole yeah well i guess that's better than me swallowing chunks <laughs> true you don't usually survive that i don't know no all of a sudden i felt this huge shove and the next thing i knew i was completely it was completely black packard recalled friday afternoon following his release from cape cod hospital in hyannis I could sense I was moving and I could feel the whale squeezing with the muscles in his mouth. He said, all right, dude, see, at that point, <laughs> I, I'm so noped the fuck out at that point. <laughs> like my claustrophobia makes my fucking stomach do cartwheels when I think about that. Yeah, I would I would say that my yeah, my claustrophobia and my anxiety would have caused me to. I don't know. I don't know what would happen. It would I'd probably like, have a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure because it says that he initially out. thought he was inside of a great white shark. Yeah, but he didn't feel any teeth, so he was getting gummed by a great white shark, perhaps. But uh, yeah, could you imagine? Just you're you're down, you're you're doing your thing, you're you're gathering lobsters up. You know, this is your job. You do it all the fucking time, and all of a sudden. You get swallowed by a whale. You have no idea what's going on. Everything is dark and you can feel that you're being processed yeah. through a digestive tract and everything yeah. like that. Dude, that makes my skin crawl. It's almost Monty Python-esque. You know, like, like yeah. just he's down there. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> just <this> big <laughs> fucking whale just decides to eat him. Like and whales don't normally do that. That's the thing. Whales are not aggressive. No. And and they don't typically do that. It was an accident or a confusion. You know, um, like it probably was like, what the fuck? Because it spit him out. That's yeah, the other it said thing. He, was, he was only really in the inside the whale for about 30 or 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, in only long enough, <laughs> only in the whale for 30 seconds. <laughs> Could you imagine? Take right now and 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 count off 30 seconds and imagine being in a dark, wet environment where you have no fucking idea what's going on and you feel like you're being digested. All I know is that 30 to 40 seconds is enough to th- thoroughly shit and piss yourself oh yeah which well, is actually in your wetsuit in yeah. your wetsuit which is actually may help with the ejection process and that might be something they didn't mention is that he did fully shit himself and that's when the whale was like oh fuck get this out of me it's like a stink beetle thankfully he didn't get one of them whales that likes eating poop oh yeah you know them shit eating whales shit eating the shit. <laughs> it was a juvenile shit-eating humpback whale from <laughs> from from the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and his wife had to say, "Thank God it wasn't a great white shark. He sees them all the time out there." Sheesh, that's a dangerous line of work. I thought underwater welding was bad. Apparently, it's more dangerous. To be a uh, lobster diver. I think, I, I don't know. The whole underwater thing is just for other people. 
as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. 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 My um my feelings on that are uh not if it was the last fucking profession on earth. Right. Yeah. Would I be caught doing anything with regards to uh being underwater and you know deep underwater like yeah. that? No thanks. Yeah. Nope. Like the depth limit for me is a swimming pool deep end. And and that is at during the day, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless the pool is lit inside. And uh um I only because I can see the bottom of the pool. That's the only real reason why I'm okay with that depth. If I'm in a lake, I feel so exposed. Like I just picture myself as this grain of rice in this ultra deep water and mm-hmm. something the size of like a Mack truck is just coming up to gulp me up. And you're gonna get covered in leeches. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, just throw, just just writhing with them. <laughs> that's what I, I always imagine. Yeah. That's what I always imagine what happens when you go swimming in a river or a lake. <sighs> you know, a big pond or anything like that, is that you're automatically either you're going to get some kind of flesh eating bacteria in your pee hole. Yeah. I you know. <laughs> We, my grandma took my sister and I, well, my grandparents uh, took my sister and I to Lake uh, Blue Marsh Lake. Mm-hmm. I went to um, Blue Marsh numerous times when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, we would like just sort of tool around in the, the speedboat and then um, we would get to the little fishing area and we would fish for a while and then we get to an area where you were allowed to, we had to be slower, you know. Mm-hmm. And we'd get out and swim. And I was fine with it then, although I didn't like how the temperature of the water changed shockingly, you know, from, from one second to the next. Mm-hmm. And as I got older, I just developed this strong phobia of, of murky water. If I can't see the bottom of the, what I'm in, I, I won't be swimming there. I don't care how many people are in there. Fair I enough. I just can't do it. I won't be swimming there, son. No swimming for me, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I am always reminded of uh, how out in Gretna they have that pool that they fill up and they have like a beachfront there and everything. That place is sweet. I wish I had the balls to swim there again. There was this giant, I'm talking like, I want to say 30 or 40 foot platform. Mm Mm-hmm. That you have to climb up. And that's the scariest part is climbing up. Well, no. If you don't look down, climbing up is just, okay, autopilot, autopilot, autopilot. But then you get to the edge of that board and you look down and you're like, I can see this whole park. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Every nuance. Oh, fuck. I got to jump. What else am I going to do? There's like a line of people. Can't climb down. Nope. And now some kid is like, hurry up, faggot. And you're like, oh, God. And then you jump. And uh, I smacked my belly. Ugh. Not bad. Like, it didn't knock the wind out of me, but it hurt like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, it was so bad. But other than that, that was a fun little thing. I mean, it, it's never the beach. You know, the beach, you can't replicate that no matter how nice the lake is. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just no replicate. And I don't care how sophisticated the wave pool is. Besides, to me, 
uh, water parks are just like, oh, hey, I'd like some MRSA. Thanks. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Could I also have a side of herpes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like a crepitating bowel erosion. Thanks. <laughs> Last that I know somebody had diarrhea. I don't yeah. care what you say. Yeah, yeah. In this water this morning and every morning since the park opened. Yes, it's at, true. At least once. It's I did have. Do you remember Action Park? Did I talk? I don't know if I talked about this before or not. Do you remember Action Park? I know you probably don't remember the park itself because I think it's in New Jersey. Yeah. I you know. remember the commercials for it when we were kids. Yes, with the loop. Yeah, where they'd be like action park. That was like there. There's a special that was on um, Hulu mm-hmm. or Netflix. I want to say it's called Traction Park. Uh huh. About people dying and everything. You never realized how dangerous water slides are and how debilitating they can be to your nether regions until you watch that special. Oh, Action Park is uh, yeah. I actually I'm surprised we haven't talked about that on the podcast because. Uh, the, the Wikipedia articles, how I know about it. Someone Mm -hmm. pointed it to me some time ago and I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Like, like there were so many like safety regulations and people were high on the job and drunk on the job. Like the owner of the park would just randomly decide he was going to build something. And the people that work for him would build it like without engineers. Right. And the shit was dangerous. Yeah, really dangerous and unregulated and, and yeah. oftentimes broken. <laughs> <laughs> well, that loop you were speaking of, you know, they oh, had that... people got stuck in it. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is actually a movie starring, interestingly enough, coming full circle again to Jackass. Johnny Knoxville is in a, a movie. I can't remember the name of it, but it's based loosely on Action Park. Hmm. And Action Park is open again under a new name. I don't know the name um, that it's opened under now, but the grounds and some of the rides have been retained while others have been intelligently removed. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's still good fairgrounds and everything. It's just. Yeah, great location. Yeah, great location. uh, Just it maniacs for managers. And honestly, you know, again, you always see the worst examples and 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 it's a it's bad to make a decision based on those but i've seen so 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 many videos of failed carnival rides failed amusement park rides Mm -hmm. injuries severe severe injuries fatalities like that uh state statements kid or that other kid that got his head kicked off on the batman ride because he went in to get his hat um, did you ever hear about that one? I, 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 yes, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the girl whose leg connected with his head had it fractured in like eight places. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. You know, and when I think about that, I think these places are so unregulated. They're run by a lot of times by kids who, yep. The reason why they have the rides job is because either their parents knew somebody or they manage to come back after a couple of seasons and they're a body to fill a seat. Right. Usually they're like, no, no older than 18 or 19. Yeah. And, and they're like having to be reminded to stay off their phones. 
you know, <laughs> like, like multiple times per week, probably. And that's just when they get caught or someone tattles on them. I was on the teacup ride and that asshole was on his phone the whole time. What if someone <laughs> had been hurt? And yeah, Karen, you know what? Sometimes Karen's right. We have to acknowledge that sometimes, you know, you don't have to be a bitch about it, Karen, you know, but sometimes she's right. Sometimes she has a point because that's a pretty incredibly cosmically unsafe thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I do know the local amusement parks have had issues where they haven't been able to open up the entirety of their places because of staffing shortages. So yeah. this might be a very dangerous time yeah. in the world of amusements more so than usual. Right. Right. Yeah, because it so. also means they're going to consider people that they wouldn't normally hire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, people are just uh, a wrong or two below caliber. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can only have so many people clean the joint. So, you know. Yeah, other people have to prepare food and then some others still have to watch out for your mortal safety. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> While engaging in dangerous activities. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. Like my parents asked me if we wanted to go to Knobles. Oh, no, it wasn't my parents. I'm sorry. It was our friends. Um, they wanted us to go to Knobles. And I was like, I just don't like amusement parks anymore. I kind of fell out of love with them once I got into. Well, once I worked at one. Yeah. Uh, to be quite frank. Yeah. But uh, when your kids are little and they like going on the little kitty rides and stuff, it's always cute and sweet when you go there. But then when your kids even start to be like, mm, I'm kind of like, if I never go to another amusement park, I probably wouldn't be heartbroken. Right. Yeah. I remember it was fun when we were teenagers because it mm -hmm. was like independence, you know? Oh, yeah. Here's a place where we can run around and smoke cigarettes and no one's going to stop us. Dry hump in, you know, areas where people don't normally walk through. And right. Yeah. Right. And like and like just get on every fucking ride almost to prove that you can. Mm -hmm. And then and then sit there sick as a dog for 10 minutes. And try to pass it off by smoking a cigarette every three minutes. Yeah, like which is also making you sick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At time we drove to uh, to Knobles and uh, got lost and smoked like, you know, two packs of cigarettes on the way there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the worst nicotine buzz that I ever had in my entire life. That was a strange trip. The whole thing was very weird. Yes, it was for other reasons also. Yeah, yeah, for a variety of reasons, but... I don't want to get into all that here. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Yeah. I um, just was recalling the, uh, you know, piling in the Camaro and and heading there and getting lost. And like we got out of the car at the place and I'm like, oh my God, I'm buzzing so bad right now. <laughs> Good old spark. Heart palpitations and shit because I smoked like a pack of cigarettes on the way up there. Good old Sparky. Yep, good old Sparky. That's what I named every one of my vehicles. Oh, really? I thought it was just the Camaro. No, no. My other Camaro was named Sparky, and my truck was named Sparky, and everything. Yeah. 
I and, think and, that I think that my my new truck I'm calling it Black Beauty. Okay. And my dick is called Sparky. Yes. And my, my left ball is called Sparky. And my, my, my right my, ball, I call that one Sparky too. Yes. My taint, call it Sparky. Uh, sparky. <laughs> and my butt cheeks, I call them. You want to know what I call them? Sparky. Call sparky. That's that extra long sir. hair that sticks out of my nose. That's Sparky. You, you know, it's funny that you've never watched um, the Mighty Boosh because what we're doing right now is very, very close <laughs> to the old Greg episode. I'm going to get you to watch that because it is some genius level comedy like sketch comedy i thought about it once when i was flipping through the old uh um uh, streaming services but i don't think i've ever stopped on it you should but there's a watching order that i i prefer oh yeah i would say ignore the first set first season until you've watched the second season and then the third season and the first one you should watch is um let me think what's the title of it i, th- I think it's it's called old greg but i'm not sure but it's the second season mm-hmm. and then honestly the next one i would go with is from the third season and it's called eels because it that's another really good one um watch those two then watch the whole second season watch the whole third season and then go back and watch the first season i'll take that into account when yeah. i trip across it the next time that i'm searching through my uh Eels. my um uh, streaming service you know what I, I did watch the other day i started watching the state from the beginning nice because that's on paramount plus it's so commercial isn't it mm-hmm. yeah it's so commercial i didn't notice it when i was a kid yeah because I was Im- I wasn't immune to that programming yet. I was buying right <laughs> into it. But like, oh yeah, make sure you play all our best rock and roll hits for, as a, as thrown down to us by fucking whoever owns MTV. I can't I can't remember. Was it Viacom? Viacom. So who mm-hmm. owns Viacom? I have no idea. Somebody. <laughs> That Somebody piece. who decided a long time ago that music television should not include music. Right. right. <laughs> or anything watchable. For that matter. Yeah, literally. I was just looking like, I guess they're coming out with a new Jersey Shore type show called Buckhead Shore or something like that from like Georgia. Oh, good. And as, I, as I'm looking at it and they're showing you know clips from Jersey Shore on this commercial that was on, it wasn't because I was watching it. I can honestly tell you, never have I watched an episode of Jersey Shore because every time I look at it, I go, who could sit here and watch this? Okay, I understand that there's girls on here that are attractive, but seriously. Yeah, JWoww is pretty hot. The rest of it is so mindless. How can you sit here and watch this? It's garbage. I can't. I've never seen an episode either. JWoww. Is pretty hot, but she's also completely psychotic, and that really mm. brings her attraction down a lot. Like she goes from being like an eight to like a three. Because it's <laughs> like it's like I don't care how attractive she is, that's it's never worth the kind of psychosis and drama that that woman brings. Because mm-hmm. I have seen clips and she's batshit. Like, you know, Snooki is the one that gets all the fame because. She's a mindless little 
fucking knows what she is. She's just an idiot. She's the, just a fucking wandering dipshit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like an orange, crispy kind of chicken nugget of a woman just sort of floating from party to party and not really contributing anything to anybody's <laughs> life. But this is the greatest synopsis of Jersey Shore I've ever heard. Yeah. And then uh, there's the situation who, what you need to know about the situation is that he calls himself the situation because that's what his abs are. That's all you need to know about the situation. Yep. There's really nothing else to him anyway. He is nope. vapid and vain, glorious. And then and you got that other one with the hair. Yeah. Don't even he, know what his name is. I, I, is it Polly? I, I think it's Polly. Yeah. Because you started I, to go put, and I was like, wait, is it Polly? Yeah. I it was might thinking be. Polly, but then I was wondering if I was thinking of uh, Polly. Polly Shore. No, Polly <laughs> Walnuts from the Sopranos. Because um, uh, he, he had been nicknamed Polly Walnuts. <laughs> um because like some something to do with like him fucking up a, a a hijack of a truck and instead of getting like a truck of goods he got a truck full of walnuts <laughs> <laughs> i can't even remember what the i think the actual character's name is Polly, but i can't i can't be 100 percent sure because it's been like 10 years since i watched an episode of the sopranos I can honestly tell you that I never watched an episode of The Sopranos, not one. It's good. It's worth watching. Hey, it wasn't really my thing. It's like the you know the Godfather movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just never never been big into the uh, well into the know, mafia theme. I wasn't either, I, and I still am am not. Uh, I almost said aren't. I still aren't. I still aren't. Um, I'm, I still am not. But I really like The Sopranos because the mafia thing is just sort of the setting. But it's what it's really about is being in the mind of a complete narcissist. And and when you look at it, the fact is that throughout the show, he's in therapy and he's always talking to this therapist. And what you realize Doesn't he end up banging the therapist? Uh I think he tries to, and then she fires him. And then he ends up getting back under her care again. But for at least the for a first of the, the maybe the first four seasons, um, it's basically him relating to the to the world through his therapist. Like in general, like every scene, if you think about it that way, is it's like he's justifying what he does mm. um, as just that's the way it's done. You know, hey, sometimes you gotta whack somebody. You know. <laughs> It's just the way to whack them off. Yeah, I'm going to whack them off. But I mean, it just draws you in and uh, it's very, very well cast. It's very well written. Um, You genuinely actually like Tony Soprano, even though he's a completely narcissistic, sociopathic monster uh, in his dealings, um, you know, with people. Uh, but at the same time, he's a good family man, and well, he's not a very good—he's not a very faithful husband <laughs> at all. Um, family man, not husband. Yeah, well, like, all right, he's—he's he's a good dad, I guess. I don't know. It's—you'd have to watch it to really. I don't remember how good of a dad he was now because his kids turn out like crazy and shit too. 
course, how can you how can you sit around and have a mob boss for a dad and not be uh, affected? Yeah, yeah. Like everyone I don't think it's possible. School, everyone in your school knows, right? So instantly you're going to be popular and untouchable. No one's going to fuck with you because they're going to be like, holy shit, that's Tony Soprano's kid. He, they'll put a hit on you. you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, which wouldn't happen. But, but you know. The threat I, still looms. Exactly. So that kid's not to be fucked with. He's got an immediate pass. So I got a new truck. I was telling you about, well, not new, but new to me, excuse me. You know, like these people, when you, when you buy stuff from a dealership are usually pretty damn thorough about cleaning everything out. Mm -hmm. Like, like a full detail. Yeah. Like a full detail inside and out, like armor, all the dashboard, clean the carpets, everything on it. I found little pieces of fried chicken skin inside the cup holder. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, this is the first time I ever, ever checked out a car at a dealership and found like food. Like, I don't know if the guy was eating fried chicken the day that I picked it up, <laughs> but and he just like dropped a piece of the crispy skin inside the cup holder. And I go like to leave and I'm putting my cup in the cup holder and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then I was like, oh, it's, it's fried chicken. <laughs> I would have, I would have like, been i would have gone up to the to the guy and been like hey come here come here i want you to eat that you know what the worst Left part of it was though i didn't even get a full tank of gas oh, which i thought cool. was like industry standard right right oh it's too expensive now that they don't top you off really yep no i got a quarter of a tank of gas which is the only negative thing that i have to say about the whole experience because place is actually pretty cool uh, it was like a smaller dealership. I ended up going to a dealership that I bought vehicles from a couple of times and walked in and the guy shit on me as soon as I walked in the door. He was real nasty to me and everything. Like I, I checked out a vehicle and he was like just so disinterested and was like, oh, do you have your own financing? And I'm like, no, who the fuck goes to a car dealership with their own financing? I don't know. I mean, that's what you normally that's what the dealership's there for. You know, to help you get financing for a vehicle when you find one that's, that that's you like. That's called an unmotivated, shitty salesman is what yeah. that is. I mean, I bought like three vehicles off this dude before. And uh, yeah, he just totally shit on me. And it happened that their old building was inhabited by a different dealership. And I stopped in. I was like, are you connected with them? And they said, nope. And I was like, okay. And I ended up buying a vehicle. And on my way out, I was like, ah flipped them off and waved and like oh, i just bought a vehicle over here you missed out you know you and miserable everything piece of shit you miserable piece of shit you miserable piece of shit and like i could literally talk about this for an hour but i just looked at the time we are out of time so it's gonna have to be a story for another time thanks for listening to story time with tom and mike we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you Giving it to you like that uncomfortable feeling that you got when I was talking about a dude being inside of another dude's urethra stroking the inside of it with his hands. Ugh. That was weird. Bye.